people, it has been too long. Too long. Too long. We we took a what two three week hiatus. Yeah, we took a little bit of a hiatus, man. You know, we back like we never left. So uh, welcome back. All of that good stuff, right? So you've been missing Alpha Mentality, man. I have, man. I've been missing talking to you. <laughs> I mean, I've been talking to you every single day, but yeah. talking to the people. <laughs> yeah, I miss that. You know, there's been a so so for those of you who don't know, we um we had a company trip um and uh, we've been out and about just having you know, conversations and getting so much feedback from everybody. I think the best way to start this thing off is by saying thank you. That's almost like a laundry list. I was starting the list in the beginning, mm-hmm. and I was just like, you know what? <clears throat> thank you all. <laughs> yeah. So if you're listening, uh, we thank you. We understand that, the, that, the, that our podcast had to catch some momentum, you know, in terms of, you know, having some episodes stacked up to consistency and stuff like that. So from us to you, thank you, man. Yeah, man. Like, Tons it's it's, it. it's so cool to go to the company trip and have someone stop us <clears throat> and start talking to us about the podcast for 30 minutes. That's that's badass. That is. What was some of the, the good feedback that you were getting? Uh, just how it helps them. You know, I think the biggest thing is we did this to help people. So to actually find some, yeah, man, I listen to in the morning when I go on a run. Cool, bro. <laughs> badass. Hopefully right now you're running and you're listening to my voice. That's, that's pretty cool. <laughs> did you get any negative feedback? No, I don't think anyone's willing to say Somebody it on face. YouTube was like, Otis, I don't like your kneecaps. <laughs> That's why you started wearing pants. I know, man. I had to put my <laughs> pants back on. I was like, man, you got your kneecaps are tight, like really tiny. Instead of crusty kneecaps. Uh, now nah, we're back and uh, we're fired up, man. So all of the love is really appreciative. Uh, really appreciative, you know, coming from <clears throat> humble beginnings. You know, I, we didn't come from you know areas where we would think that we would be having these conversations yeah. based on the knowledge that we've obtained. And if you're listening, we man, we just so much. It's not flattery at this point. It's uh, it's really humbling, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a really good feeling. And we intend on keeping this thing rolling until the wheels fall off. And That's wheels right. ain't falling off. That's right. That's yeah. it, man. So, uh, how you little... want to start this off, man? How you want? To... What's up? What, we what got a, we got a treat for you guys today, man. Uh, we always go through, you know, different things of mindset. But today we're gonna kind of, I think we're gonna kind of touch a little bit on what we we learned at um, our convention a little bit, right? Oh, you know, yeah. what can harm you right so we talk about success a lot absolutely i mean just in the scheme of things that's going to be the you know the topic of our conversation is how to get you to the next level Mm -hmm. uh just based on our um circumstances and maybe some some evidence of some things that we went through and maybe some other people's stories that we're about that we're borrowing but we heard a lot of success yeah we did um we're in the financial industry and uh we had a a convention it was over i don't know like twenty five thousand people uh, which is kind of small, but there's all of these new names and success and things like that. Jeff and I, we got together and, um, you know, we we're thinking about, you know, shows and things like that. Mm-hmm. We were talking about success and then we were like, well, what will prohibit people from success? Yeah. You know, yeah. and um, one of the, like today's topic is going to be uh, some enemies of success. So I think that this is one that is obviously require for you to buckle up a little bit on mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. <clears throat> success is imminent if you're doing all of the things we've been discussing in the past. So habits, yep. you know, avoiding excuses and things like that, right? But we're going to talk about a couple enemies of success and you guys are going to get a real organic conversation on air today. So there's not going to be any edits. There's yeah. not going to be any stops. We're making we're, this happen. It's just going to be a fluid conversation. Yep. It's just going to be a fluid conversation, right? So... <clears throat> That's uh that's recap really quick. So mm-hmm. you 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 obviously you were a teacher for mm-hmm. some time and then you came out of that and then you started basically essentially two businesses. 
So you know a thing or two about success. What would you say to that? In what sense? The the enemies of it? The where how I got there? What what part exactly? Well, I think from just like a standpoint of you know what not to do mm. and you know what to do. But in terms of what not to do, I think, you know, more along the lines of what we're going to be discussing today is the pitfalls and the holes and the, the obstacles, you know, uh, to take a look at, you know, because yeah. <clears throat> the enemy of execution is basically complacency, you know, just not doing things right. Right, right. So right. in our conversation, just off uh, off air, we were just talking about some ideas and things like that. Right. Uh, and just introducing people. Again, normally what we do is that we go with what works and habits for yeah, things. Different right? route today. But yeah. we're taking almost like the devil advocate, you know, from an enemy of success. So yeah. <clears throat> let's jump into it because I, I want to make sure that, you know, we uh, we certify the time. We keep people entertained, you know, for as long as we can. But in a short amount of time, that way you can listen to this on your morning run or whatever. Right. So, yeah, um, I want to kick it off by the first thing that we talked about. Right. Um, you know, we measure because we're in business, um, but don't take this conversation as something that you can just measure in business in terms of being able to to identify enemy of success. And the first thing we talked about, well, actually, it was like the third thing we talked about. Um, but I think that this is so valuable to pull up is that you shouldn't judge your uh, like a glimpse of your business. If you had like a high season right in your business or in your life. You shouldn't judge just that short window mm-hmm. of, of 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 success there because I think that there's no consistency there, you right. know? So in the grand scheme of things for you, what would you say about, like, that particular point? I know we talked about it off air, but on air, maybe your thoughts changed. Maybe it stayed the same. Yeah, I, I think you shouldn't judge <clears throat> it based off a, a, a little sequence because one of the things we always talk about in our business is your business has to become predictable. Sure, you had... One good moment, one good year, one good month, whatever. But is it consistent, right? Is it going to be like that all the time? And if it's not, it's not predictable. If you can't predict the business, you can't really predict what it's going to be like in five years, 10 years. That becomes very inconsistent. So I think that is a huge enemy of success because if you can't predict what's going to happen, like how are you going to judge success meter, you know? Yeah, I think if, if you look at anything relatively, if you're not growing and you're dying. Right. And so if you use something just based on just a growth phase of anything that you do, you know, you go to the gym or even if you're in business, like this conversation here, is that it's really hard to base when you did something good. You maybe got mm-hmm. one big client, mm-hmm. you know, at that time. Or maybe, you know, you, you started meal prepping and you ate, you know, really good and you got a good workout at the gym. And yep, then yep, yep. you base that level of, of 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 consistency and where you were working, right. and then you use that as the enhance, like the measure, and that's just not the the, the truth. It's you know? not. It's not the truth. So I think that you know, in conversation, you know, one of the things we were talking about is that so many people they do this. You know, <clears throat> they'll make big money one one month. Um, you know, if you're in car sales. And then you use that as the measurer mm-hmm. for the rest of your year. You well, know? I, th- I think the biggest one is the mortgage industry, <laughs> oh, right? Yeah. Right before this whole mortgage hiatus that just kind of went up and skyrocketed, a lot of new mortgage, you know, lenders, they felt like they were doing really well. Like, oh, I'm really good at this business. Now you see with all the layoffs, you start seeing really, hey, are you really a good mortgage? Are you really, do you really know mortgages like the back of your hand? Because right now you got to really know what you're doing. You so do. I think that's a perfect example of you cannot measure your business off based off a good year, two years, whatever, like the mortgage industry. Yeah, yeah. I think it, it should come in chunks or in yeah. blocks. Most businesses... They're measuring short, 
uh, mid and then like a long, if you've been in business for a tenure, you need to take a 10 year business. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. long term. Right. You know, short is a business plan now is like in America, at least is one year In other countries it's like five years. Um, but five years is like the mid range. Right. So just taking, you know, a, a, a sliver of the puzzle, is just not, it just doesn't equate. In it's business. not accurate. <clears throat> it couldn't. Right. So in, in, in regards to having other enemies, and for for your success, I was about to mm-hmm. say in business, having other enemies. What are some other enemies that people maybe they don't identify or mm-hmm. like um, they they see it, but they don't choose to acknowledge it? Well, I'll, I'll talk about myself. Right. Perfection. Right. Thinking that things have to be perfect. I think that's that was one of the hardest things for me. And what I mean by that is, you know, when you be, when you become an entrepreneur, there's a lot of books that will talk about this, too. And one specifically, E-Myth, is that a lot of time when you go into entrepreneurship, you're, you're the person that does everything. Yeah. Why? Because you don't want to relinquish control because you start to think, hey, well, that person can do it better than me, so I have to be the person that does it. And you end up burning yourself out that way. And that can literally be an enemy to your success. If you don't start letting go of the reins, teaching someone else to be better than you, right? Dealing with the, hey, is there going to be a drop-off? Maybe, but I can recap it in the next couple years or later on as that person grows. I think that's where I was actually hindered in my success early on. Uh, is that I was trying to do everything. So it sounds like it, perfection, but it also, as you're talking, it sounds like over-involvement. Yeah. You know, it's almost like, if you think about it, you're listening to this right now, you have, you know, you give birth to a child, and obviously you have to nurture the child in mm-hmm. the beginning, and then later on the kid gets 18, and you're still trying to do the things that yeah. you did when they were a child, and you didn't basically let the child grow and become an adult. You know, the over-involvement it you know it's like a ceiling you know if right. somebody knows something there's this uh there's a story of um the elephant uh elephant rope i think it's what it's called mm. and it's essentially when elephants when they're born they they're little they're obviously they're smaller they're mm-hmm. not like the 1 ton 2 ton i don't know how big an elephant is but they're not as big as they are right. so when they're young what they do is that they put this rope around their their leg and they tie it to a stake and they're younger, so they feel that tug, so they don't move. They can't get away from it. Mm-hmm. And then later on in life, when they're as big as they are, when they get into, you mm-hmm. know, <clears throat> the wilderness, they just put a rope around their leg, and they don't move past what they see in terms of the length of the rope. Mm-hmm. So an enemy is really kind of like putting yourself at a stagnation. Like, again, we can use the fact that you've had results in the past mm-hmm. and that that may not necessarily be the measure. You may keep yourself to yesterday's success yeah. versus what the future can behold. Yeah. You know? So, sorry, that was a lot of words, but hopefully you got the point there uh, in terms of having an enemy to your success. So, I like that. So, perfection is definitely one. What's mm-hmm. another one? I think, uh, you know, your friends and your family in the sense that, you know, you kind of attribute the what's going on in your personal life with, with your business. And sometimes they don't go hand in hand, right? And, and I don't know if you kind of agree to that. It's kind of one of those things where, you know, a lot of things could be on your mind at work, right? That can be hindering your success mm-hmm. at work versus with your family. And it may be carrying back and forth, but that alone is an enemy to success. I don't know if you want to kind of talk, talk uh, about oh, that. For sure. I mean, uh, what's it? Steve Jobs, mm. he has this quote. I'm going to say it the wrong way. But he said, if you ever want to see who your friends are, Start a business, oh, you know? Man. Yeah, I've and, actually never heard that one. Yeah, and, equate, and, and it basically, you can equate it to see who's about, you know, pushing your cause or your message. Yeah. Or when you really start talking about real growth, 
you know, again, this is an enemy to you because the people who are close to you, there's this proximity circle that people, if they don't recognize you as you are, then they're generally going to want to see you kept exactly as they see you in their own eyes. Mm -hmm. Right. So I, I look, I think that's a really good point. You know, having your friends and your, your, your family or anybody like that. And I think anybody that's in business, maybe you sold even lemonade stands or whatever, you'd be able to relate with that because just, just try it. You know, I remember, um, it's funny, funny story, right? So I grew up in Chicago and um, in the winter times, you guys know what it does. Yeah, hell no. Okay. That's it's why you like, came to California. <laughs> it's like a polar vortex, like not kidding, right? But as a kid, some of the kids on the block, we would go shovel the snow, mm-hmm. right? But before I would shovel the snow, I would try to shovel my mom and dad's driveway. Mm. And I would be like, yo, pay me some money. You know, right. I'm one, I used to charge like, 10 to 20 dollars because there's like double driveways and stuff like that anyways um my mom and dad would never freaking pay me why not they didn't see me as the businessman they Mm -hmm. didn't see me as the businessman Mm -hmm. here i am i'm walking around the neighborhood i'm making at the end of maybe you know three hours being in the snow i probably made like 200 bucks you know what i'm saying (laughs) yeah yeah and then again i was still like every time it was snow all right mom here's how it's gonna work I'm going to shovel the driveway, right? But I need you to pay me. I'm going to give you a discount. I'm going to give you a family discount, right? Mm. Kind of like Verizon. They tell you that. They don't Shit, know. Right? That's not a real discount. <laughs> but again, you know, if you use that in reference, if you start a business or if you start any new endeavor, you know, people are going to discourage you. Even 100%. if you go work out. A hundred percent. You know, like they're going to be encouraged for you. But the moment you start doing better to them, boy, we got to turn that to Dude, another. there's literally people that will tell you, hey, bro, you look better chubby. What? <laughs> What are you talking about? Yeah. You, you know, so, and you know, it's so funny that we actually talk about that, you know, with our agents, like, hey, we need to vaccinate you against like what you're about to deal with, mm-hmm. right? Not because we're trying to bring you down, but we want you to be mentally prepared that the people you thought were going to be there for you, they probably will not. And it's okay. It's a fact. You know? This so is true. It, it's just, it, it's <laughs> tough to believe it, but your closest friends and your family may be your enemies to success. If you can see past that and you can see the bigger picture, They'll buy in eventually. They will, hopefully. Yeah. And as you as you talk about that, <clears throat> it makes me think about a, a a real enemy in business or 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 an enemy of success. And whenever you're trying to get to the next level, remember whatever you've done to get you where you've gotten. That's exactly your your threshold. That's right. your capacity, right? So isolation is something that's an enemy to your success. So let mm. me explain this, right? <clears throat> As somebody that's trying to be successful, whatever you're doing, it's very easy to kind of get in your own thought, right? Yeah. Because a lot of us, we say, if you have success, we're self-made millionaire. I was just on um, Instagram the other day. Somebody within our industry in a different company, she was giving tips on being a self-made millionaire. And I was like, no, you you never were self-made. Like, don't act like you isolated yourself and you came up with these ideas. It's impossible. You had a team. You had a company, you had a product, you had a service, you had a something. But isolation, check this out. I had to write this one down. It's harmful to isolate yourself from the wrong people. Um, but never isolate yourself from your people, from the people who are willing to give you feedback. Maybe you have um, a coach, mm. you know, and you because you don't get results, you don't perform, you don't give your coach, your mentor results. And then you go into this. I'll just keep this to myself. Mm -hmm. That's where the real fixing comes from, Mm -hmm. you know? Failure, the main ingredient for success is actually failure. Yeah. 
you know? And this enemy of isolation, listen, ladies, gentlemen, you're listening to this right now. It's so important that you understand, yes, we know, like, isolation. You need to be by yourself so that you can grow yourself sometimes, reading and developing and things like that. But isolation, in my most honest, most humblest opinion, it kills more dreams of being successful than you actually attempting the act. Because when you're by yourself and you want to do great things, let's be honest, when do the negative thoughts come? When you're around positive people or by yourself? By yourself, always. So what do you do? What do you do? You, you stay in isolation? To, no, you can't. You have to go find someone that's going to uplift you. <laughs> you can't. You, you can't. Know? You the can't. isolation comes when you're, wanna, you're trying to, I, I think people kind of confuse it, right? You're trying to isolate yourself, yourself from the negative thinkers, the non-supporters, but you can't be isolating yourself <clears throat> from the people that are supporting, that are bringing you up. Like those are the people you want to stay around because they can help uplift you and bring you up to your vision. They may even join the vision, yeah. right? You know, so I think that's the kind of yeah, fine line. A, we just had a lady just recently quit and... Uh, it's, it's sad because isolation, I think, really, it really hit her. Yeah. I really do think it, it did a hit her. And, um, and and by the way, you can open up a pizza shop and these rules, they still apply to you. They do. By the way. They do. You really should understand what we're saying is, it, it, it may seem like there's a niche audience, although there is, it it is so broad and generic, it could affix onto anything because there's other things like, you know, flattery within mm. success. There's also, you know, not upgrading certain things within your success, right? And not upgrading. That's another enemy to, to mm. your success, right? Upgrading philosophy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We yeah. talked about that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, So if you're using the old way of thinking, right, in a new way, imagine using, what are we at? iPhone, what's the number we at right now? 13? I think, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like that. Mm-hmm. Right now, listening to this, you're listening to iPhone, world, I have iPhone 13. What would it be like to be using an iPhone 4 in an IT, iPhone 13 generation? Doesn't work. Okay. So philosophy. We talked about that. <clears throat> what does it mean to you to upgrade your philosophy? Upgrade associations, upgrade your mentality. I think the, the biggest, biggest quote that has hit me on how to understand this is the old you can make new money. Mm-hmm. That, that, that to me, it just, it sticks. It's like, how can I expect to be a different person with old habits, yeah. right? My threshold is limited with those old beliefs. So I need to knock that off, either break through the barrier, do something, change. Something has to change, which means I have to change. I have to start reading. I have to start adding value to myself. That's the only way I'm going to change who I am. And then I'm going to catch up to that new identity that I'm creating. Absolutely. It's like throw your heart over the fence, everything else mm. and follow. Because with, with you, like, can you imagine? So Amazon, their philosophy was books right, in right, the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine Amazon operating in the Still, same yeah. facet nowadays? hundred yeah, percent. Can yeah. you imagine them bringing the two thousand and one when the stock almost tanked? Dude, the perfect example. I mean, I'm pretty sure you've seen the whole. Do you remember when the iPod first came out? Right. I do. Okay. So Talk the iPod well. first came out, and the billboard on the streets was, you know, a thousand songs in your pocket. Now the iPhone one says. 10 million songs in your pocket. Like, think about that. That's crazy. That's wild, that's man. That's crazy. The that's upgrade a, on that. That's right? what you call upgrade philosophy. That is, man. You know, I, I got so many examples for this, you know. I, you can't have, you can't have like this Model T way of thinking. Although the Model T, it was breakthrough. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, 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 it revolutionized the way that we uh, transport, you know, we yep. get around. Can you imagine yabba dabba doing around here in a <laughs> damn Model yeah. T? You know, you got to basically pull a cord to start your car. Uh, and now you have a Model S that you can use, you know? 
Like it's Crazy. so different because again, the philosophy changed. So a lot of us, let me stop right here. A lot of us, the thing that got us where we are, mm-hmm. that'll get us in the door. That'll bring us success. Bingo. But you have to think about when you have philosophies, it's almost like there's a door behind the door. Okay. So imagine whatever success is, there are several doors, right? But before you get into the doors, there's a building, right? And before the building, there's a gate, okay? But as you come through the gate, you get through the building, you got to go through the security, you got to go through. So again, as you go through these different checkpoints in life, your philosophy has to upgrade, right? Mm-hmm. You have to upgrade that, right? Reinvent yourself. It's like daily, a new level you know? in a video game. If yeah. you're not getting better, you're not going to get past yeah. that level. Yeah, you can't. It's just a reality. You know, you ever played a video game and like mm-hmm. the levels get harder? Yeah, same concept. <laughs> right? You got to get better. By reinventing yourself, associating, you know, thinking differently, being challenged, being willing to be challenged, you know, having that mentor. Some of the things that we already talked about, you know, uh, dismissing excuses to jump up. Man, I get excited about this because I know what success looks like, but I also know what failure looks like, Mm -hmm. you know. So with these these topics, I think it's so important, right? So we we talk, I don't know, how many points? I don't know how many. How many points we got, but you know what's funny is that for being the first episode up, we could probably go on for another 20, 30 minutes. But we kind of want to leave you guys with a a little sneak peek, a little snippet, and... um, I, I, man, I think that's a good place place to land the plane right there. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's. Um, so let me tell you, this this episode was just based on we watched a lot of examples of success we just did. in these past two weeks. We did, and we went to the drawing board and we went. You know what? These are why they're successful. Mm-hmm. How come so many people are not doing what they're doing? Obviously, they may have a certain talent or something like that. Everybody has a gift, mm-hmm. that great stuff. But even outside of that. There's the opposite end of the spectrum, which is, why are people not successful? What are some of the things that prohibit you from getting to the next level? So whether it may be, you know, you're operating in perfection, like Jeff was just talking about earlier, like find a way to identify that. Mm-hmm. You know, go back two, three episodes where we talked about, you know, having a mentor and the importance of that. Because what you can't see, you should get on the, the shoulder of a giant, a mentor, and they could be able to see. Maybe it's about, you know, the philosophy, upgrading it. How do you do that? You know, you can reach out to us personally. We personally coach people. We do. We also understand what it means to have stagnation, right? And running water mm-hmm. uh, doesn't stink. You get it? Uh, stagnant water stinks. So when we have these conversations with you, it's so that you can just upgrade your ability to think and cross over whatever you need to do in order to get to the levels of success. And I think that's what the Alpha Mentality Podcast is always going to be about. We're going to stay straight, real staple to this. Uh, We're not going to be doing some over-the-top level talking. So uh, my plane has landed there, man. So what you want to do? That's it right there. Hope you guys tune in. We apologize for the little two-week hiatus, but we're coming back with you guys strong. Keep in mind, we have a few episodes left until season one completely comes to an end. Yep. All right? Yep. So... Follow us, like, comment, like share. It. Spread it. Let Man, us we know, know we're doing some good. Let us know what you're trying to hear in these last couple episodes. We're going to take it to heart with you guys. Let us know. We'll see you guys soon. Peace.